What's good? What's good? This is episode number 81 of the Jacked In Podcast. It's your boy Metalex2, and I got my boy Josh with me in the building. What's good? What's good? What's good, everybody? After a two-week hiatus, we are back in full swing, and everybody needs to, you know, let their hair down a little bit, their proverbial hair, you know, take a mm-hmm. break, you know, so. Take a chill pill, uh, just yeah, we are back and uh, relax, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's that's the first break we've taken since we started, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, since we've uh, actually yeah. started. We went one, one year strong, and we got to the half a year, and it's like, you know what, I just... Um, you know, we just kind of need to take a little break. Um, but I'm glad that we are back in the studio. It definitely feels good to, uh, you know, come back together, be back <clears throat> in front of the mic and mm-hmm. uh, talking about gaming news. It, it feels different reading about it. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I, I want to talk about this. And I'm like, wait a minute. I can't talk about it. I have no mic. <laughs> so I have to wait. Um, but no, I, I, there, there's a lot of stuff that we want to cover today. A lot of stuff that we want to talk about. And, um, yeah, we, we just, we just gonna, we just gonna get right into this. Um, I know that there's a lot of stuff. Like if we talked about everything, we probably would, you know, got like two hours probably most yeah. likely. So yeah, this gonna is just definitely... going to be the, the greatest hits of the last three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're going for the big ones, the spicy. Yeah, ones. yeah. No, for sure, a hundred percent. So, um, so yeah, we we're gonna we're gonna chill and we'll slowly we're slowly catch ourselves up over the next couple of weeks, um, you know, as we move forward. But we want to get in and talk about some of the good stuff that's happening. So, uh, the first topic that we have here, we're gonna run off is the EA Play Live. That's the first thing we're gonna talk about. Before we get there, Josh, I know it's been two weeks. How's your past week been? What you been playing? Well, it's been cool. good. It's been good. I've been playing a whole mess of stuff. Like really? I'm done with God of War. That's like done. Platinum. I, I've been playing Infamous First Light, which is like a it's like a companion piece to Infamous mm-hmm. Second Son. Uh, oh, nice. Uh, what else? I, I just downloaded Mortal Kombat X, which I'm going to be starting very soon. Uh, I, I'm finishing up Sackboy: A Big Adventure. And I also jumped back into Destruction All Stars. Uh, really? I, I do. Yeah, I do want to get the platinum for that or try to, because it, it's 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 kind of a tough one. But man, mm. the state of that game right now, oh, oh man, <laughs> it doesn't hurt that bad. It, it it hurts, and uh, there's there's been some news to, that came out today that's gonna fix that. So I, I don't have to harp too bad on them. They're they're working on it. But I was playing like last night, and you can't even play any of the other game modes anymore. They're up. They're like That's on a terrible. rotation now. So they, yeah, they have like terrible. the blitz mode on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a couple of other ones that are like sprinkled in. All you can play is mayhem. The, and the, that's just so. That's garbage. Yeah. And the, yeah, in the, the update that came out today, they just made it so you can play mayhem in a group. Uh, so that's garbage. You can, you can have four people join that mayhem, but it's a free for all. It's not a team. It's not a team g- game mode or anything. So oh, you can only okay. play teams on the weekend. Um, and like, even in 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 game two, I was getting ghost hits. There were a couple of connection issues. Uh, the, I read about all... that in the patch notes. Ghost hits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The ghost pits. It, it, it was a real thing. It helped me get a trophy, which is good. But <laughs> other than that, <laughs> I, I kind of don't want it. Like I'd rather no, I it like you. be a good connection. <laughs> That's what's good. What's good, Adam on Facebook. Hope all is well with you. Um, what's up, Adam? Mm-hmm. I, I I'll put it to you like this. Um, that was a game that I was really really excited for, and mm-hmm. the game ended up falling short um, mm-hmm. because. It should have been multiplayer. First of all, it should have been PC. Mm-hmm. Even if Sony said, you know what, screw Xbox. We don't want Xbox at all. We just want to have Sony. It should have been Sony and PC. Yeah. That's the way it should have been. They Had it been on the PS4 too. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. PS4, PS5, PC. That yeah. way, Microsoft 
the Xbox don't get a share. I mean, anything on PC, Microsoft gets a share of it anyway, regardless. But I, I mean, yeah. the Microsoft Xbox wouldn't have been a part of it. So, I mean, they just they 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 literally gaslit that game just to blow up later. So, I haven't touched that game since I first played it. I you know hyped it up, and this was like, nah, I don't want this anymore. It's it's like as soon as the player base dropped, that's when they hit problems. Oh, whoa, like, that was that they, was they were trying guaranteed. Yeah. They were trying to divide the player base into all these different like game modes, like Gridfall. You can't play Carnado now. You can't play like the team based one, which was like I should have got in this early because it's way easier to get wins as a team than it is yourself. Uh, mm -hmm. Like against like eight other players or however many players are in a match. Um, right. So. Now getting wins, I have to wait till the weekend to try to grind that out. Uh, That's terrible. Yeah, because it, nope. it'll be way easier as a team. That's terrible. No, no, that's that's not it. Well, yeah. Um, shoot. Well, what have I been playing? I've been playing Pokemon Unite. Um, oh, I've been playing that too. I forgot. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I've been playing Did that. Did you get a uh, Zero Aura? Yeah, of course. Yep. Got oh, Zero Aura. Nice. I um, like him. Uh, Ooh, I good. I uh, um, pre-ordered my OLED Switch. Oh, um, nice. I pre-ordered my Steam Deck, which we're going to talk about a little later. Uh, pre, I was able to secure one for me and a friend of mine's. Uh, which one did on you get? Uh, which the Steam 256. Deck the 56. Mm -hmm. I didn't want the, the 64 um, because of the. I saw the difference between the hard drive speed and whatnot. So I was like, it's a total different technology. I'm like, we're not going to do that. Yeah. Um, but the 256 and the 512 is the same thing. It's the same NVMe. It's just smaller. Um, mm -hmm. But um again you don't want to go into too much detail because it's one of the topics they did say all the games that they featured were all playing from the sd card so that's uh that, that's a lot of good hope um mm, to have to be good. able to you know have that but again we'll talk about that later but um uh, between pokemon unite smash um you know playing with some more kazuya uh i played a little bit of final fantasy 7 remake yesterday um you know just getting back in the flow of that i, I want to finish that game i started playing chris tales on um game pass on the pc the game is really beautiful i, I you know enjoying i just need to finish it but I mean, I'm still playing a good old Hearthstone. Hearthstone battle, well, it just it still makes me want to pull my hair out. I, I can't stand it, but you know, <laughs> it, it's still it's still good fun. So I'm still playing that. Mm. Yeah, I'm still playing that. Nice. So. How is uh, Chris Tales? Uh, it's all uh, it's that. pretty good. It reminds me of Super Mario RPG for the battle system, where if you time you know your hits on your attacks, you get to, like more damage. So you know you remember on a Super Mario RPG when you used to hit, you get to do a second follow up attack with it. Um, yeah. Same thing with incoming damage. If you time it right when the damage come in, you get to negate some of the damage or deflect it completely. Um, so the That's same cool. rule apply on that. So I, I get I get Mario RPG vibes from it. Heavy, nice, heavy. It's kind of like excuse me, old school. Um, you know, JRPG. Um, it, it looks fun. I'm still at the beginning. I need to uh, play it a little bit more. I was just trying to. I was just kind of see if I was going to play it on the Xbox or the PC because the PC um, the data. For the pc is just on that you know i probably should play it through the cloud because there is a cloud app that you can play on the pc so i should probably do that that way if i want to play it on my phone i can be able to play it on my phone yeah the rpg so i should um, yep i, I should yeah, i should probably do, I should share the same yeah yeah i should yeah. probably do that um, now that now that I'm thinking about it, I, th I think I actually want to do that. I want to start the game and play it on there and download it. But anyway, um, we're going to kick this boy off. We got the EA Play Live. Um, since I know you watch that show, and I'm not being biased because, you know, most of you be like, oh, because if it's not a Nintendo show, I'm not watching it, which is not true. It just so happened that Josh actually watched this show. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to let, I'm going to let, um, you know, Josh, just tell me a little bit about, um, you know, what's going on with it. And uh, we'll start with the first one. Um, Sam, so how did that look? That, that was actually just a quick thing. That was like 30 seconds and it was done. Like oh, the, the first, the first four were all uh, as uh, sorry. The first three were part of the pre-show, so oh they, they okay, were, okay. They were kind of quick things that they threw in there. The they had a, a an update for Apex Legends in the pre-show, mm -hmm. but then they expanded on it in the the main show. Uh, so okay, like really, it starts at Grid Legends, which uh, 
uh, it kind of caught my eye because like uh, it's like your kind of like standard simulation, or or maybe this one's a little more on the arcade side, uh, racing game. But what they're doing is they're doing like like it's, it has its own like story mode with like real people in it. Uh, so what? that's kind that's kind of interesting. Uh, and one of the actors uh, that's in it, he plays in a, a pretty big role. Um, I'll have to look it up later. But he's he's in a pretty high profile series, uh, so that that's interesting. Uh, what they're doing with that kind of caught my attention. Uh, Apex, what? you probably know more about like what's going on in it. They have a new character called the Seer, mm-hmm. and he 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 got his lore trailer. Um, he got a, a kit breakdown. They're also bringing uh, ranked arenas soon to the game because I guess uh, the the arena mode that's there is like. It's so far, like everybody's loving it, uh, and they the devs are like pretty confident that like bringing it to, to a ranked kind of like situation, it, it'll be good for the game. So mm, okay. th- that's gonna come like later in the year, uh, as well as they have like tons of cosmetics uh, coming for the season, and uh, you okay. like if you're familiar with the seasons, you know what's up, what's coming to it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they usually bring like a new character and you know weapon. They change up some things with it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then uh, they showed uh, Lost in Random. Th- this game's interesting because it kind of looks like a Tim Burton film. Nightmare Before Christmas kind of thing. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah, hmm. it looks like the Nightmare Before Christmas, but it's uh, it's like got RPG mechanics to it uh like uh it, it i guess the best comparison would probably be like kingdom hearts but it's got like a really? an rpg card system to it that you can customize which move you use uh based on which cards you collect uh okay. and, and level them up kind of thing so it, it, it's kind of interesting it, it it reminds me more of like Chain of Memories if you've ever played that game yes yes i love that um yeah. game boy advance yeah exactly yep. yeah no nope. i remember that mm-hmm. yeah like that it reminds me of that system uh then we go to uh knockout city which is showing uh, season two already so nice. that's an game excellent is, game the game yeah. is doing very well actually if i might say it, it very it well yeah like it, and season two looks pretty phenomenal it, it's going to be movie themed uh they're calling nice. it fight at the movies so it's going to have like some nice callbacks to like a whole bunch of big like theater uh movies over the years uh so that that's really cool and then like the two biggest things they showed at it were uh battlefield uh, 2042 rather than kind of like re-showing what they've already shown they showed Mm -hmm. off um the uh experience that that's we, we uh about three weeks ago or four weeks ago we talked about uh this studio called ripple effect um um and they made this experience where you can create exper- like experiences using the old map uh, and you can create your own game modes inside of those maps. So you got really? Battlefield Bad Company uh, maps, you got Battlefield 3, Battlefield 4. Oh, they're uh, going hang on. Yeah, they're they're going to include those maps in. You can use the old the old guns, the vehicles from the past. Uh, they're all coming back and like it has a logic editor too so you can you can put npcs uh in the game mode uh and you can create like pve situations instead of just making pvp maps so they're going like all out on this and it it looks cool Uh, i want to see it in execution but like the the premise of it is cool uh that's insane yeah Uh, more and more this game is impressing me and i think i might just spurge on getting a day one right well i i know i want to get it um but um i i know i want to get it i just didn't know if it was you know like when i wanted to get it but i i, mm. I think i'll probably get it on day one too yeah the the good thing is we'll be able to play crossplay. so no matter where yes you get i it, did see that well yeah, i'm gonna get it on xbox yeah um, I'm so even if xbox. i get it on ps5 we can play together yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna get it on Xbox and stuff. If I get it on Xbox, then I'll do that. Uh, I'm, it's not gonna be one of those things where I'm buying it twice. I'm not getting it on the, on the PC and the Xbox. Uh, heck, I'll just I'll just play it on the Xbox. But yeah, um, 
And then the the last thing they showed was, as the rumors uh, said, it was Dead Space. And they didn't show much. They just showed uh, just little clips to get everybody hyped. But I think it did a good job. It's coming to PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. Uh, And the game is indeed a a reboot of the... uh, it kind of borders the line between like a remake and a reboot of the first game. Uh, so I but guess it's going to be a... next gen only from what I'm looking next, at. Yeah. Next gen only. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's interesting. And it's being made by EA Motive, uh, who made the uh, Star Wars Squadron game. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Squadrons looks like it was pretty decent. Uh, I still got to jump in. Uh, uh, I heard it's really good in VR, too. So I have yet to try it in VR. I downloaded. I wanted to play it in VR. I just never got a mm-hmm. chance to. I have yeah. the VR hookup and I have the game and I just never tried it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to actually yeah. try it. Yeah, me too. I heard it's really good in VR. It's like a good experience. Yeah, I need to do that. Okay. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna um, pivot, and I know this is where a lot of our minutes are gonna sink in this conversation here. Um, you know, talking about this next thing, cause it's, is it's like our title runner here. So, um, as you all know, I know for the longest of time, you know, we've been talking about Nintendo switch killer. Um, you know, who's going to go against Nintendo in the handheld space. Nintendo has dominated the handheld space for the longest time. Even when the Vita came, yes, the Vita posed a threat, but I will never say that the Vita conquered the Nintendo handheld at the time. And I think when the Vita first dropped, I think it was, was it the DS? 3DS, I think. The 3DS? Hold on, let me, let me, let's, let me see. I think it came out a year before? Let me see when the Vita, so let's, let's, let me get this straight. So the Vita came out 2013. What Nintendo uh, handheld came out in 2013? Ooh. All right. So, let's see. 3DS might have been 2012, I think. Okay. So, when Avita came out, the 3DS was out and they had just dropped the 2DS out. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so the Vita is going against the 3DS. Mind you, the 3DS, when it first came out, the 3DS could play 3DS games and GBA games. So it wasn't it wasn't in full swing yet. Like there there wasn't a lot of 3DS games on it completely, but there was still you know you there, there was an expansive collection. Now, granted, the Vita games were better in graphics, and they had I'm not gonna say they had more RPG games because Nintendo had a lot of RPG games too. Um, Entry and Odyssey series, Tactics Ogre, Fire Emblem. I'm not gonna say the Vita had more, but Vita had a separate kind of JRPGs on that mm-hmm. system. Yeah. Um, the Vita Persona always more golden. Yeah, exactly. Like and that was a yeah. big one. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it always marketed itself the system for the older people because I actually had the Vita. Um, I had I, all those popular games that came out of the Vita. I was playing it. Um, to Odin, um, you know, that was another popular one. So it was like Soul Eater or something like that. Uh, I can't remember that. That was another Soul Sacrifice. Was that Soul one? Sacrifice? Yep, yep. Yeah. That was a game I bought on day one too. Uh, that was pretty popular. So there was a lot of games on the Vita, but the Vita could never topple, um, you know, Nintendo due to the fact of proprietary memory and mm-hmm. it was just a lot of little things that held it back. But it, now Nintendo, when it came out with the Switch, it was able to not only leave the handheld market, but they were trying to do a two for one. If you remember when Smash Brothers came out, they brought there was a Smash Brothers for 3DS and a Smash Brothers for Wii U because they wanted to be able to conquer the handheld market and the console market. So when the Switch came out, you're able to do both. Yes, they're not able to conquer the ha- the console market because they're a step behind the Xbox and the PlayStation in terms of power. So Nintendo was never trying to go to be the strongest platform, but they knew that they could put their foot in and say, you know what, we don't want to be better. We just want to be different. 
And, you know, that's where Nintendo has been in the runnings for a console. But in the handheld, Nintendo exists all by itself. So I say all that to say this. So now there was a lot of rumblings of different handhelds that was making in the background. Alienware was making their uh, handheld. And there's a lot of pocket PCs that we've seen. Valve uncovered the Steam Deck uh, a couple weeks ago and they completely shocked the world because we're like okay so this is, this looks like a prototype of something years to come you know this is never going to make it in the studio and into the market and totally wrong this game mm-hmm. system if you were among the some of the first people to reserve it when it first dropped you would actually be getting your hands on a a um, unit the end of this year now as people started pre-ordering it started moving that date to like middle to the end of next year. So when I when I eventually ordered mines, I don't know where mines end up coming up at. I would like to hope and say I get it at the end of this year, but of course we don't know what's going to happen when they start. Did you get in on wave one uh, when you pre-ordered? I did. Yep, I did. Okay. I did. Yeah. So um, I, you know, I I, I don't know what's going to happen. We don't know. But I, what we sell that to say this, the Steam Deck, the premise of the Steam Deck is you get to bring your home Steam library on the go. It's nothing but a big mega powered PC that's running on Linux. You can pay extra money to get Windows installed. However, like some people said, Windows actually bogs down whatever game you plan because there's so many windows tasks running in the background even look at um look at the nintendo switch the reason why there's no themes or this or that is because you want to be able to allocate as much power to the game plan instead of the operating system sitting in the background that's why windows runs i mean um the switch runs on a custom version of android uh, i believe because at the end of the day it's like a it's android basically Android slash Linux, which Android is Linux, um, but that's what it runs on. That's why it's plain and simple. You go select the game, that's it. There's no beauty. Like I can't believe five years in we're on a cycle and we have no themes. Like I, I just, yeah. I, I still, it, I can't believe it. It, it makes sense why, uh, since you put it that way, that like yeah. the, the memory allocation is important. Oh yeah, of course. They, I mean, like if you play the Switch and if you press the power button, it's snappy. It goes straight from the application straight to the menu. They had it has to load up no pictures. It has to load up no memory. It's just the whistles, and then yeah. it comes back to the menu. And it's either light or dark, and it's that's that at the end of the day. So um, it's very it's very simple. Steam Deck. They say we can give you that same fashion. However, if you want to unlock the potential of it, you know, like I said, you can install Windows. It comes in three different flavors: uh, a three ninety nine version, which is basically the ripped off version, uh, and that's yeah, the way I put it. Um, the nerfed version. Yeah, it is because first of all, it only runs off of EMC, MMC um, storage, which it's like an older so. kind of technology, a flash memory, um, and let's just put let's say 64 gigs right if you're installing a game i mean you probably can only install three or four games 64 yes you have the sd card which i mean if what they say is true most of the faster games run on there on sd card but i'm sure it's gonna have a low clarity to being able to have games installed on the nvme ssd right like mm. to be able to run on the, the faster storage. Um, so it comes, and, and the, are these the Canadian prices or are these the U.S. prices? These are U.S. prices. Okay, U.S. prices. So I know my ours is a lot more. So yeah. for U.S. prices, as they go, it's three ninety nine for the sixty four gig, five twenty nine for the two fifty six, which runs on faster NVMe SSD technology, and six forty nine for the five twelve version, which also runs on the NVMe SSD. And for what I understand, the only difference of the price is the storage that you're paying for. Um, besides the latter two, which has the upgraded NVMe, uh, that's the only mm-hmm. thing that you're specifically paying for. It runs on the uh, the AMD RDNA 2, uh, which is a GPU. It runs on a custom AMD Zen 2 CPU chip, 16 gigs mm-hmm. of LPDDR5 RAM. Uh, the screen is a seven-inch LCD touchscreen, and it's gonna go again. And it's you know gonna go against the likes of the seven-inch OLED screen on the Switch, um, which they're both 60 hertz. Uh, refresh. Now, I don't know if they're both 1280 by 800. I think the switch is still 720p, I think, or 10 I can't remember. I have to go back and look at that. I think you're right. I think it's 720. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, th- I think yeah. it is 720. Um, and then the battery is two to eight hours depending on the game. I think that's a little bit inflated because even with the Switch battery, you're only getting three or four hours. So I don't know what mm-hmm. they're doing to suck eight hours. I mean, you must be only playing Ori in the Magical Forest on low brightness. <laughs> and, you know, it just doesn't make sense. But you're what, playing Pong. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but what makes it funny about this whole thing is that... Uh, Yes, the game runs at 60 hertz, but the Steam Deck, they're targeting all the games on that run at 30. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so this kind of leads me to believe that the fact that all the games are in there only going 30, it's not going to be a Switch killer by by uh, by any stretch of the imagination yes the games are going to be different yes you're going to have your steam library but it's not going to be a switch killer and do you know why it's not going to be a switch killer because of mario yeah mario way too much momentum with the switch to kill it. yeah mario sales now i understand people are looking to say okay if i'm gonna buy me a steam deck i'm gonna play the switch on the steam deck you know i'm gonna play you know emulators 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 that's fine okay we get it you're gonna take it you're gonna hack it, you're gonna run your emulators on it i mean let's just face facts it's not jack 10 podcast does not condone piracy jack 10 podcast does not con- condone um you know downloading roms playing on emulators anything like that we don't condone it however as part of the conversation that articles have you know printed on the internet talking about you know people doing such thing you have to take it you know you have to take it for what it is if that's what people are going to do that's what people are going to do and by them doing something like that they're saying oh well i get to do everything on here why would i have to pay this why would i have to pay that I honestly don't see this thing running that fast if they're running everything locked at 30. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to... I don't know. You see where I'm going with it? Like, it's just... You're, you're going to try to make portable emulators. Yes, I understand. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to play the older games. I get it. But, I mean, how much space are you going to allocate to emulators? Yeah right it just the the thing that's like very very good is that it's got 16 gigabytes of ram like ddr5 ram that's pretty fast and the zen 2 is i think the same um processor uh as in the playstation 4 pro i think because the the original base is the jaguar uh and then they upgraded to the zen so mm-hmm. this thing is pretty pretty strong like as far as hardware goes it, it, it's pretty beefy so it, it will run like some pretty intensive games let's say you want mm-hmm. like the complete pc experience you want to run let's say new world that just like that people are playing right now or you wanted mm-hmm. to run something like pretty intensive like an open world game i think it could right. do it like it, I mean, it, it'll do it on like a decent setting. Like we're not talking ultra, but we're talking yeah. about like a pretty decent setting. Well, I mean, this is what we're comparing it to. We're comparing it to Switch's NVIDIA Tegra X1 chip and four gigs of RAM, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but as 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 we say, it's not about how much how many specs you throw at it because if you was to put specs on paper, how some of these Android phones are, you would swear that it you know it would blow the iPhone out of the water. Yeah. Yet when you look at when you look at the way the iPhones work, the iPhones operating system and the way it floats around does so much. Like it's so smooth, and the software is so perfectly written. To where you would not expect it to do all this and more off the little resources, little RAM it has. Yeah, Apple prides in their custom um, A1 chips, but as far as RAM goes, there's nearly not as much RAM as what you find in some of these Android phones. So, yep. I mean, if you take that whole store and you put it into the the Switch versus the Steam Deck, I mean, look at the Switch. The Switch again you know custom version of linux running you know at the end of the day and they're able to do it all with four gigs of ram while still achieving 60 frames in handheld on games mario party Mm. smash all of the first party titles 60 60 fps even on the tv when you plug it up um you know you're getting uh 60 fps if you're playing four player mode you kick it up to a player you know of course it dials down a little bit so i mean the whole thing is 
you can't really compare, but I want to see what the modding community is going to do with it. Yeah. That's because that's yeah. that's going to determine how far the yes, it can go far with the Switch, I mean with the Steam library. It can go far. But after the modding community gets their hands on it, it's going to blow it. It's going to blow the roof. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Unfortunately, that's just where we are. It, yeah. It's it's unfortunate. This enables like the the fact that the hardware is like this beefy. It enables everybody to go ham with it. And and Steam yeah. like Valve has always been good about that. Where they're like, okay, do whatever you want with what we got. Like, mm-hmm. uh, just go for it. Um, so it, it looks good. Like on paper, it's gonna be like determined by how people use it and what yeah what's gonna be available for it. No, nope, so, I, I agree. Yeah. Like I, the difference I see is that like th- with this specs, you'll be able to take some games that have to be cloud versions on the Switch and be able to just play it natively on the system. Uh, and we yeah. we also have to remember that this is not going to be docked. Uh, so this is handheld. That's true. Only. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not handheld only. They are bringing out a dock later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. No, no, no. They did. They did confirm that they're working on a dock to come out later. However, um, the dock is going to be a separate cost for it. It's going to be. Okay, se- so it's going to be separate. Out. Yeah, it's going to be separate. But then this is where you have to really look at it and laugh at it. You're going to go buy a switch. I mean, a dock of a switch. You're going to get a dock for a Steam Deck. Why not have a gaming PC? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like that's. I mean, maybe buying a Steam Deck is a way to buy a a, a game PC without all the game PC hassle. So yeah. maybe that's where the the I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the the hope I have in that case is if they're coming out with a dock, hopefully it's with what you and I want from the Switch Pro that was supposed to release. Is that this dock actually increases the function of the machine itself instead of just right. kind of like displaying it on the screen? All right. So, you know, as far as to, you know, taking a look at, you know, things with the, um, you know, with the two consoles going hand in hand, we're, we're going to see what's going to happen later this year. We probably start to see, you know, mods and stuff pop up by like the early to middle of next year. And we're going to really see the full potential um, of what's going to happen with this. I don't have a lot of um, Steam games, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see when that first wave comes out, like uh, yeah. how this thing is. No, we'll definitely, we'll definitely see. We'll definitely see for sure. Um, but but it is it is a, a noticeable mention that a lot of the online games, unless they fix this, the cheating engine uh, prohibits a lot of these games to run. Like Destiny, mm-hmm. true. I mean, yep. Destiny, um, Overwatch, not Overwatch. Uh, gosh, what is it? What's the other thing? Apex, Valorant, Apex, that Legends, Valorant, things like that won't run um, on there. And I don't think Valorant is one because Valorant is not a Steam game; it's an Epic Games. Oh, you're right. Yeah, um, yeah. That's right. So Valorant is not even on Steam. So I'm sure they're gonna yeah, find right. a way to install other, you know, games from other platforms as well. Um, so I mean, it's just again, it's just a matter of time, just seeing um, how everything is gonna play out. Mm-hmm. It's only it's only a matter of time. Um, but yeah, so yeah, just uh, so now we're gonna roll on to the Activision Blizzard portion, and this part is very sad, unfortunately. Um, yeah. I, did you want to? Did you want to um, actually take part with that? Yeah. So what what we'll do for this is I'll run you through all the events that have kind of uh, transpired, um, as in like the events uh, since the official uh, document that uh, outlined that the state of California is suing Activision Blizzard for claims of discrimination and sexual harassment. We'll go over all the events that have kind of transpired. Then we can talk about the uh, actual allegations the things we've heard uh we can kind of break those down as well as 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 much as we want to talk about it because a lot of it is very very heavy and very sad uh so we'll, we'll start uh by saying 
California's Department of Fair Employment and Housing released a 30-page document outlining how they intend to sue Activision Blizzard for what they investigated and called a breeding ground for harassment and criminal uh, discrimination against women, specifically within the Blizzard workspace. And Blizzard is located in Irvine, California, uh, just to give some context. Uh, Blizzard CEO Jay Allen Brack and Vice President of Corporate Affairs Francine Townsend, they both released their own statements. Uh, they were condemning the accusations. They were kind of very uh, confrontational about it, um, a bit dismissive uh, as well. Very, uh, so from there, the responses were kind of seen as tone deaf and combative by the Blizzard devs. And they uh, definitely did not take kindly to the way both of them described the situation. And they decided to write an open letter uh, saying that um, they do not represent the feelings and the values of the devs, as in the responses from Jay Allen Brack and Francine Townsend, and that they plan to stage a walkout in protest. Uh, and 2,600 employees signed this letter. Uh, so it's very substantial. The lead. Wow. Yeah. This lead led Bobby Kotick, CEO of Activision Blizzard, uh, to release his own statement, uh, saying that the previous statements from both uh, parties was indeed kind of tone deaf. And it was also uh, not, um, how do you say? It, it didn't seem like they were taking these accusations with with heart like they were very confrontational about it and they weren't taking it seriously uh so then he went on to outline ways that the company is going to um change the workplace environment for the better uh and uh that a lot of uh, what he said in his statement directly addresses the things the devs want changed in the work environment uh, and at the company. He also showed support for anybody who wanted to participate in the walkout uh, and freely let them do so. Uh, and which uh, just earlier today, as of recording this, um, between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, the walkout went as scheduled uh, and the Blizzard devs uh, stationed themselves outside of the Blizzard campus uh, in the main campus area. Uh, and also other Activision studios, uh, just to name a few, like um, Treyarch or Infinity Ward or Beanox, Vicarious Visions, they all had their own walkouts in solidarity uh, with their fellow employees. The hashtag uh, ActiBlizzardWalkout was definitely trending today, and many devs um, were showing their support for these uh, devs in their situation here, walking out. Uh, of the company for the four hours. And there have been tons and tons of devs past and present talking about the the work culture at Blizzard. Uh, and um, we can sort of now talk about uh, some of the things we've heard and uh, some of those accusations. Uh, th did you hear anything in particular you wanted to talk about? Um, well, I just saw a whole lot of people saying that they're not going to support Blizzard if this is what they're going to do. I seen several people on Twitter saying they're going to uninstall all of Blizzard games. That means Call of Duty, um, Activision Blizzard's game, yeah, Call of Duty, mm -hmm. Overwatch, yeah. WoW. Um, yeah. You know, I, I've seen people just saying, uh, "Oh, I'm going to roll with um, with uh, with Battlefield 2042. No more COD for me." Uh, you know, it's just like I've just seen a lot of people going through and saying, you know, what they, you know, what they want to say, and so it's just like, okay, um, guys, if this what's really is going to happen, you guys make sure y'all got to keep that same energy to everything else. Because mm -hmm. you see everybody, you know, when Gearbox was going through all that, people kept their energy. People, people still play Borderlands 3 at the end of the day, right? So mm -hmm. I, I feel like people pick and choose where they want to put their energy at. And, yep. you know, if this is really where it is, then, you know, keep it that way. I'm, again, I am no way condoning what's happening at Activision Blizzard, okay, at all. Not mm -hmm. one bit. I don't condone it. However, I know for sure, 100%, that if this is what everybody's going to do, 
Make sure y'all keep that same energy on on everything that y'all do. Don't just jump on a wave like people did when Black Lives Matter. And then when the wave ends, then everybody's going back to what they're doing and they're secretly jumping back on whatever they said they were going to uninstall and this, this and that. So, you know, if you if you're going to take this stance, take this stance for you. Take this for your own personal, you know, feelings toward it. Just don't jump on a bandwagon because then when somebody comes and wants to have an intellectual conversation about it with you, you won't be able to do or say anything with it because you're just like, oh, well, I uninstalled it because everybody else uninstalled it. And that's not a good answer. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I, I don't agree with the way they're doing this because it's still i mean honestly it's the way a lot of companies in, in, in america do i mean just look at they were comparing the uh and i understand you know i could be going way off offline to you know to even compare these two but look at the way the nba and the wnba is uh wnba i mean yeah they're both playing the same sport they both put in time they both train of course nba is a lot more popular so it brings in more money but i mean those salary gaps are huge when you compare some of the top WNBA players versus the NBA players. So, I mean, this same energy that they have with with this whole thing, I mean, a a lot of companies use it. You know, a lot of companies use it. And I I feel bad that women have to fight for their rights. Like, they're not even human. They are human, just like men are. So why should they be treated differently? Oh, because they don't think that they're capable of doing the job? No, a woman goes to school, she learns how to do her do the craft or she don't go to school she has experience at a teacher you know and i say i she shouldn't be less than just because a woman in fact one of the greatest things i've seen is a female computer technician let me tell you you know <laughs> a woman know how to speak <laughs> her stuff what you know computers and stuff like that yo that is a yo and that is a turn on and i'll, I'll say that in front of anybody that's like you know that, that's that's it's craziness you know you or you see a woman that sit here break down how a car works and oh yeah you know this this and that and i'm just like oh, dang, okay you know i i see you stacy i see you know what i'm saying so i mean i i, I say i like to say there is no such thing saying that a woman should be you know doing this specific thing or i mean even even with just women looking you know it's just sexual objects right i mean yes they're there is something that women bring to the table. There's something that men bring to the table, but there, as a man, I shouldn't look as a woman as a lesser individual or say, oh well, you know, because I can't get my needs under control, then I'm going to um, level the playing field, uh, as they quote unquote say, um, to where in order for you to get what you want, you got to give me something. No, the only thing she should be given is the same thing that everybody else is given. Hard work. Mm-hmm. Hard work pays off. Now, granted, uh, there's a lot of women that makes it hard for the women that want to take the hard road ride and they just rather sleep their way to the top. And they know it because I've, I'll be on Clubhouse and I'll be hearing a lot of girls saying, oh, secure the bag, secure the bag, secure. What does it mean to secure the bag? Right. I mean, you are literally going and undoing, you know, what so many women fought for for you know to be able to work hard and uh to be able to bring to the table that yes i can do this without having to at the end of the day sleep with an individual to be able to get there or to be favored among the most so um i i I agree with everything that's happening um with activision blizzard um i just want if it, if the rock is going to be unturned with it, overturned with it, and I say the same thing about Bill Cosby, right? Whether Bill Cosby uh-huh. did or didn't do it, right? If Bill Cosby is going to be charged, let everybody else be charged for the same exact thing. If Activision uh-huh. Blizzard is being charged for what they're doing, I want to see all these other companies that, you know, okay, how are y'all running? What's happening in the workplace? And I hope a lot of people come forward and they start being truthful because, mm-hmm. you know, this, listen, Everybody need to come to the surface with this because this is this is this is messed up. I don't agree with it. Actually, you know what? We did an episode about this last year called Faded Voices, um, uh, you know, attributed to like think it was uh, girl gamers and the whole thing happened with Twitch. Right. Yep. Twitch and, and 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 the female gamer. So it's just like, oh, because, you know, you're a female gamer, you got to be a titty streamer or, you know, whatever else. Like it's no. I mean, yes, there are some women that make it harder 
for the women that's actually trying to grind and do it with a full-blown t-shirt versus a whole dip v-neck cut t-shirt showing everything under the sun so you know i get it i understand you know what it is but i want everybody to get the same energy come to them and that's that's all i have to say to that mm -hmm. yeah uh like it's funny you mentioned bill cosby because like they had a, a room that like the devs used to call the cosby suite um mm -hmm. so you, you, just like from that i who, who knows what it's a reference to like maybe it was referenced that way before the allegations but it, it seems like it's named because of the allegations um and then they had things going on like cube crawls where uh devs were getting drunk uh and going under people's desks and of course mm. there's women there they're going under their desks and they're being derogatory to women there and it's just the atmosphere is not one that um is very corporate like it's not like sure you want to be friendly with your co-workers and, and like make it feel more like a family rather than a corporate office but these guys took it too far uh mm -hmm. and definitely like that frat boy uh nature of the work environment that everybody's alluding to now it, it seems like that went on for a very long time at blizzard uh mm -hmm. and it, it undermined uh female devs uh who were working and the other people were playing games and yeah. uh getting the credit for it um so it, it's just when it comes down to it i like what bungie said uh about it all like this thing happens in tons of people's work environments mm -hmm. uh it, it, it's happening at ubisoft now uh with all those allegations like this isn't something that's unique to one game company it happens at a lot of people's game companies yeah the, the difference here is that bungie took care of it when they needed to take care of it like mm -hmm. the people in place took care of people that would inspire this kind of bad behavior mm -hmm. and that's the determinant it starts at the top with the people that are supposed to take care of it and it seems like jay allen brack isn't one of those pers those people that's gonna take care of it and you can't rely on the hr to take care of it because in the end i think we all kind of forget that hr is in it for the interests of the company I not just necessarily the interests of the people yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and I, i've i've all i've i've always said that to anybody yes hr will hr poses as people that's there for you but they're really not yeah. and that that's that's just a fact you go complain to hr is like complaining to the ceo and do you want a ceo to know about what you're saying no then don't go play complain to hr i've seen companies where hr have quit because they don't like the way the HR runs the place. And so mm -hmm. HR themselves quit. So, um, mm -hmm. yep. yeah, HR, HR is not for you. Not for you at all. At all. Yeah. HR is go get an off day and make sure you, your paycheck is correct. And that's it. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Exactly. Yeah. But, I, yeah. but as new information rolls in on it, I'm sure we'll definitely have more information to add on it. Um, because this is sure a developing story. It's not something that we have all the information. Oh yeah, we'll for. probably talk about this next um, week too. Watch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So well, this would be definitely something that we um uh, continue to roll at it. But um, yeah, well, we'll definitely cover more of that. So this week, um, you know, instead of rolling everything in the nuggets, we have some. We have the nuggets and the game delay split. But Wait, uh, one, we could one more story before we yeah. get to the like let's talk about for uh final fantasy 14 because i think uh, a lot of the the players are coming from wow especially after what we just talked about <laughs> yeah that's true that's yeah. true yeah so final fantasy 14 has become the biggest mmo and hit new records in every region uh right that's nuts R remember john when this game first came out way before a realm reborn the right. state of this game uh and how it, it should have been dead in the water and now mm -hmm. it, it's the number one mmo uh on the planet that that's absolutely nuts it's yeah craziness yeah like, i i have never thought that this game was gonna jump back like this 
I remember when this game was laughed into the shadows of WoW and never to be spoken about again. And now mm-hmm. WoW is has been toppled by this game now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely shows you to never give up with your content. They've always gotten better between Haven Sword and um, um, Stormfront. Was it Stormfront? What was the? Storm, I forgot. Uh, ooh, what was it called? I forgot their their expansion. I want to say Stormbringer, but I'm not sure if that's correct. You're, you're probably uh, no, you're probably right. Uh, I know it was something. I know it was uh, Storm something. So Stormblood, that's what it was. So Heaven yeah. Sword, Stormblood, Shadowbringers, and Endwalker, which is which is Shadowbringer. So, that's it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so yeah. I mean, this this game has never. Uh, it's it's never been at a point where they say, yeah, we're going to give up, we're going to stop, we're just going to kill over and die. No, this game has been marching strong, and here we are now. I, I can't even see the game slowing down now. No. Like, there there was a whole influx of players that uh, that came in, and it caused the game's servers to be congested when logging in or starting up the game for the first time creating your character. Uh, so like yeah. the the queue ended up being a bottleneck for people to uh, to be able to get into the game. So once you get in, everything's good. Like it, it can handle the the amount of people that are playing in. But that that initial login process, they weren't ready for how many players were gonna have to be put through. So queues uh, ended up getting like for some servers pretty pretty big. I have a friend that plays, and he said that his server got a uh, he got into uh, a queue that where like there was 500 people ahead of him uh, before he could That's get ridiculous. in. That's ridiculous. Yeah, so they had That's to ridiculous. log in 500 people first, uh, and um, the director uh, Naoki Yoshida, who we all know as uh, Yoshi P, um, is apologizing for people who have to wait to log into the game, and has out- outlined in very great deal, uh, sorry detail what the exact issue is uh and and it ends up being sort of how the the there's the bottleneck of logging in kind of thing and and he went into a lot of detail he was very very um apologetic about it uh very sorry and and really to me that looks like more of a humble flex because like his game is the biggest mmo now and he i'm sure like he, he feels a great deal of pride uh, yeah. over it and, and that just makes me even more excited for what he's working on uh with uh final fantasy 16 that that's more my my, my style because mm, I, I have a I hard know. time getting in uh, getting into I, the mmos yeah i don't know i mean from what i read about final fantasy 16 um it doesn't look too good it looks like they said both broken promises but I'm sure we'll, we'll we'll talk about that as the game uh, as we get closer. Because from what I heard, that demo was just horrible. Oh no, that's uh, uh, that's not the same game. Not not oh, Origins. Okay. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. I thought Origins was considered 16. No, no, that's a oh, spinoff okay. title. Yeah. Oh okay, that, okay. That yeah, thing well, that, looked bad, man. Yeah, that, no, that, that, that was, was horrible. Yeah, that, that, that was, was horrible. Yeah, so we're we're gonna leave that by itself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna leave that. That thing um, looks rough. Yeah, so we're going to roll through the the game delays here really, um, you know, really quickly. Want to make sure you guys at least know about them. Um, Resident Evil Reverse, the multiplayer component was supposed to ship with Resident Evil has now been delayed to 2022. It should say indefinitely because even when they bring it out, I don't know how well it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Ghostwire Tokyo has been delayed to early 2022, uh, which is okay. Rainbow Six Extraction has been delayed to January 2022. Um, Skull and Bones has now entered Alpha State after eight years of development and it's supposed to release 2023. It says game has gone through so many development restarts and the game seems to be contractually obligated to release because of the funding agreement with excuse me with the Singapore government one other game that's not listed on there but also I just read today is the is been delayed is Digimon survive oh um, yes. it's been yeah. delayed again to quarter three 2023 which I don't think we're gonna game? ever see this game I don't know I have no idea on? yeah I, I mean, Bandai Namco has been really hush about it. They've showed a couple screenshots. I mean, I don't know what they're trying to make. Um, from what I understand, it looks like it's just a tactics ogre fuse with Digimon. And if that's the case, why is it taking so long? Um, mm-hmm. 
are they trying to put a multiplayer online piece in it i don't know if they are mm -hmm. they should have left it out i mean i'm a big yep. advocate for online and multiplayer games but that's one of those games you do not need online and multiplayer with period yeah like uh, i don't get it like i i was so sure they were going to show it off at e3 uh, yeah and it would release later this year mind you remember this game was supposed to launch when the switch was uh on the switch it was like one of the uh rpg games for the switch that i was mm -hmm. uh you know looking forward to but yeah alas here it is it is what I it thought is it was gonna launch after the complete story of cyber sleuth mm -hmm. yeah yeah but that's that but anyway so here goes that uh, looks like a 12 piece or 10 piece um uh nuggets we have with us uh the following games will be arriving on the game pass this month battlefield 5 on x cloud chris tales which is a wonderful game uh atomy or atomy crops uh raj last stop blinks the time sweeper crimson skies microsoft flight simulator lethal league blaze uh omno Project Wayne Man and the and the Ascent. I can't wait to play the Ascent. That looks really nice. The Ascent nice. looks really good. Yeah, and Ooh. that's uh, actually that's tomorrow. That's twenty ninth. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, that, that's that tomorrow. Game looks I fired. Yep. I actually want to yep. play that. Actually, I'm gonna play that this weekend. That's gonna be the game I'm playing this weekend. So, Ooh, can't nice. wait to play that. Games with gold for August um, features Darksiders three, Ukulele, Lost Planet three was actually it's a great game, and Garu Mark of the Wolves. Um, so that's that's from Microsoft. PS Plus games are Hunter Arena Legends, which actually looks pretty good too. I actually want to try that. Tennis World Tour 2, Plants vs. Zombies, Battle for the Neighborhood. Um, so that's the PS Plus games for August. Pro Evolution Soccer will be known as eFootball, going free to play with annual paid updates and a mobile version uh, coming later on. That sounds like uh, loot boxes galore that they're trying to go get money off Probably, of. Probably, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Battlefield 2042, as uh, the Josh mentioned this earlier, will support crossplay between PC, Series X, Series S, and PS5, and crossplay between PS4, Xbox, which are the versions with the smaller player count. So it looks like PS4 and Xbox One can play together, and then the um, PC, Series X, Series S, and PS5 will all be able to play together as they can have a bigger player size base. So that's actually nice. Uh, Dying Light Premium Edition will be coming to the Switch this October, giving Switch players a complete experience in one package. Josh, didn't we pick that game up for like $20 on the Xbox? I think we did. Yes, I, I think it was I on did. sale. Yeah, yeah, it was it, on sale. Yeah, all the deal, like uh, if not all the DLC, like it had most. But of it's it. most of it. Yeah, yes, yeah, most yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, maybe the the Dying Light on the Switch maybe will have all of it compared yeah. to the counterparts. Yeah, Pokemon Unite is coming out on Switch, and all players who log in now before August thirty first will give you Zero Aura for free. Uh, Alloy from Horizon Zero Dawn will be joining Genshin Impact as a playable hero. And Ratchet and Clank scans will be featured in Fall Guys. That's amazing, mm -hmm. freaking amazing. But the, the the Aloy is a limited time only, which kind of sucks. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, Spend yeah. your money now and go pull her. If yeah, you can't, then money. you won't yeah. get her. Got to get that bread. Yep. A live action Gotta Pokemon series is currently being made for Netflix, as well as an animated Witcher series called The Witcher: Nightmare of the Wolf. Now uh, that one's actually coming out on the twenty third. Uh, I forgot that. Oh yes. Notes. Yeah. Okay. So the the Witcher one is going to be out soon. Okay, yeah. that's good. That's good. Mm -hmm. uh, a live action po uh, no, EB Games Canada will rebrand to GameStop Canada over the course of the rest of this year. They've actually already Ooh. started the rollout for that um, with the social handle account. So we'll see what happens with that. I'm sure we'll have more information to come soon. And the PS5 has officially sold 10 million units worldwide. Says that the strong sales in China is a pleasant surprise as the region mostly plays free to play games and mobile titles. So mm -hmm. that's that. Yeah, just wanted to throw in one more. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales is at 6.5 million units. Uh, Craziness. And Ra Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart has sold 1.1 million as of its release date on June 14. Or That's sorry, June crazy. 12. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. Well, we appreciate you guys staying with us, uh, even coming back into us after our break. Uh, we'll definitely be back again next week for another full swing episode 82 and um you know stay stay jacked in we'll definitely have more guests come through as well um but as they say the best is yet to come uh so again stay jacked in we appreciate you guys coming through but with all the great things that's happening we got to cut out of here 
Josh, it's mm-hmm. been good. We'll been definitely good. be good to be. We'll back. definitely hit you guys up next episode. Mm-hmm. Right. Take good care, night, everybody.